Welcome to the Switch Leader Podcast, where we decide today the leader we will be tomorrow. Well, welcome back to the Switch Leader Podcast. I'm your host, Vince Parker, and joining me today is the legend, the one, the only, Mr. James Meehan. James, how are you doing today? Mm, I'm doing so well. It is a pleasure to be back on the Switch Leader Podcast with the host with the most, Vince Parker. Yes, please. Well, come on, James. What you been up to lately? Anything new? Anything exciting? Uh, no. <laughs> I mean, just, you, you, didn't you just step back into jujitsu? Oh, yeah, I did. So I just started doing jujitsu again, which is incredible. I, uh, there's nothing quite like waking up at 5 o'clock in the morning to go and get choked out by a bunch of sweaty dudes. Did you get choked out this morning? Uh, no, not this morning. I, uh, I go Monday, Wednesday, Friday. So Okay. So as, of, as of the recording of this, did not get choked out this morning. Excellent. But I'll pray for you because that does not seem fun. But if it works for you. It works for me. Well, Switch <laughs> Leaders, it's so good to have you join us uh, today. I just want to say thank you for all that you do and share a quick story with you of how God is using you and things that are happening around Switch. Because as you know, we got six different doors from Switch in Real Life on a Wednesday night to student sections to Switch Online. And God is using each of those and using you to make a difference. Uh, at one of our locations in Mustang, there's a group of kids on the Switch student section at their one o'clock service who decided to play Among Us, uh, a game you can play on your phone with a group of friends around you. And they play each and every week. They get there early. And a dad came up to one of the youth pastors and said, hey, I want to thank you for the fact that you do a student section on the weekend because my kids cannot be here on a Wednesday night. So thank you for taking the time to make a difference. And that happens because of you the leaders. So thank you so much. So whether you serve on a Wednesday night in the building, whether you serve online at Switch Online, or you're a small group leader virtually, or you are on a student section, wherever it is, God is using you to make a difference. Now, James, today we're going to be talking about specifically the second half of the message series that we're in, right? And so I'm kind of excited about this. I think the first two weeks have been phenomenal. Uh, I think it's been amazing to hear the stories of how the conversations of students are going, hey, I just can't simply not pay attention to the world. I've got to actually step in and be a part of doing something to make it happen. Now, we're getting a little bit more detail in the second two weeks, right? Is that a good way to describe it? We're kind of stepping a little bit in. So how would you, what do you want leaders to know? How do, what do you want them to understand? What do you want them to feel? What do they need to talk about, discuss, or even not talk about? Yeah, so in this series, Fighting for Unity in a Divided World, right? The, the first two weeks are really big picture, unity, division, broad, right? Then with week three and then moving into weeks four and five, we're going to get a little bit more specific and start answering the question, how do we fight for unity in a politically divided world? Now, I know that as soon as I say that, there are some people who got nervous, <laughs> right? I can because, see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, it is such an emotionally charged conversation because of the fact that we literally live in a world today that thrives on fear and outrage, right? Depending on which side of the political aisle you sit on, you have probably heard somebody say something to the effect of, hey, if that other person wins, you will lose all of your rights and the world is going to end. And then the exact same conversation is being had with people on the other side of the political aisle. And one of the things we're going to explore is this reality that the political landscape we live in uses military and war language, right? Like states where we're not sure who they're gonna end up voting for, we call those battleground states. The presidential campaign, that term campaign is uh, most closely associated with like military tactics. 
if you saw the poster for the debate with Trump and Biden, that first poster, it's literally a UFC poster, right? And so there's sort of this culture and climate around politics in our world today that makes it be framed as literally a war, a battle between us and them. And what we want to do is we want to step into that messiness. We want to step into the uh, really highly and emotionally charged situation and provide really clear biblical context and a framework for our students to understand how to navigate political division. Because what we know is that as followers of Christ, that we will be known for how we love not how we engage politically, right? We're going to engage with politics as followers of Christ because politics affect people, and we're called to love and serve people. But we want to make sure that we're equipping our students with a framework at a young age in how to do that in a way that's honoring to God and serving others. Now, with this, there will be absolutely temptations to use opportunities or use, um, you know, to try to kind of influence people one way or the other, but that's not the approach that we're going to take as switch leaders. The approach that we're going to take is we're going to point everything back to Jesus, because what we've been talking about throughout this series is this idea that every time we take a side, we divide. But the thing that a divided world needs is a united church. So if we're going to take a side, let's make sure that we side with Jesus. Because more often than not, the place where Jesus stood, he always stood for people. He stood with people, fighting to bring them together and reunite them with their heavenly father. Uh, one of the things that I've been thinking about a lot is this idea that we as a switch movement are refusing to delegate the discipleship of our students to the rest of the world. Right? Mm -hmm. Because if we're not the ones that are teaching students how to think Christianly about politics, then we're basically saying, hey, instead of us discipling you on how to think about politics, we're just going to leave that up to CNN, Fox News, TikTok, and Instagram. And I'm just not okay with that because that's unfortunately what's happened for so many people so that we end up with the political climate that we live in today, where there are so many people that are putting their hope in a presidential election more so than they are in Jesus's resurrection. And as followers of Christ, we know that the most important thing is not who we vote for. It's not who sits in the White House, but it's the fact that our God, Jesus Christ, who came into this earth 2,000 years ago, it's that he sits on the throne. And so that's the angle that we're going to be taking with this series, is really leaning in and reminding us as followers of Jesus of what the most important thing is. And also reminding us that the people we disagree with, God, Jesus, died for them too. Wow. You said, are we putting our hope in an election or the resurrection? That's, I think that says it all right there. As you were talking, this is what I heard. I heard we're all hurting and broken people. Come on. And as hurting and broken people, we can look for the things that make us different, or we can look for the things that can draw us together. And that would be, oh, you might live in a different state than I do, or you might drive a Ford and I drive a Chevy, I can let that divide us or I can be like, you know what, he or she is hurting and broken too and that means I can reach them with the gospel of Jesus Christ or I can argue with them that they drive a different car than I do or maybe want to vote for someone differently than I do. And I love that we're helping students understand this because yes, right now in 2020, it's an election year. But six months from now, it'll be a completely different topic that people will be arguing and divisive over. And so I would say to leaders, think of this as a much broader perspective than that. You know, throughout the years for you, you've probably someone you've not talked to because they disagreed with you, whether it was over a haircut, a style of clothing to wear, or again, Ford versus Chevy, or even your favorite football team or whatever it may be. This is much bigger than just simply people arguing, but Jesus Christ bringing heaven 
to earth and us doing everything we can to reach people. So I'm thankful that we're doing this. I'm thankful that we're having these conversations and help people navigate these things. James, uh, what else would you think leaders need to know or things they should do or shouldn't do to kind of help students understand and, and walk these conversations? Yeah, I mean, what I would say to that is just acknowledging that all of us are human beings, <laughs> right? Which that means two things. Number one, we're made in the image of God. Number two, we're infected by sin, <laughs> right? right? And when it comes to politics especially, it's really, really easy for our sin to convince us that we are right and they are wrong, that we are good and they are bad. Now, insert whichever side you disagree with into the they in that scenario. And so I know for me personally, one of the things I've really been challenging myself in is to just acknowledge and to admit that I'm biased too, <laughs> right? Like I've had to admit that I absolutely have political biases that cause me to lean one way over the other. And when I'm going into a conversation with somebody about a subject that I know will probably be a sensitive subject where emotions will run hot because it's something that's important to us that we're passionate about, the first thing I often do is I just acknowledge and admit to myself, yep, I'm biased too, <laughs> right? They're not the only one. The second thing I do is I just remind myself that I am not as smart as I think I am, <laughs> which, you know, isn't always easy because like I said, we're all infected by sin. And what sin wants to convince us of is that we are better and others are less. Sin wants to blind us to the image of God in others and to the image of God in ourselves. And so That's I want to go into every conversation, first, admitting that I'm biased too, second, acknowledging that I'm not as smart as I think I am, and then third, admitting that I'm not as right as I think I am. And when I do that, what it helps me do is it helps me step into every conversation in a posture of seeking to understand, of wanting to connect with a person rather than trying to prove a point. And I think for us as leaders, as we're stepping into these conversations with our students, there are probably going to be some of them who have have very strong political opinions that may go against what you think is right or what you think is true. Our goal is not to try to prove a political point. Our goal is to point everyone to the one who is the answer to every problem, and that is Jesus. And so throughout this process, they're gonna there might be times where you feel a little bit of discomfort and you're trying to figure out how do I respond to this conversation? And what I wanna challenge you to do is just point everything back to Jesus. Point it back to the fact that the main thing for us as followers of Christ is the fact that through the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus, our God has once again become king. His kingdom is coming to earth and everyone is invited to be a part of it. And if we can Come remember on. that, then I think what that will help us do is have the right perspective when we go into these conversations. Because the political narratives in our world today are really, really strong. And they're really, really appealing to a lot of people, right? Like they're literally these two different false gospels that are inviting us to put our trust in this particular candidate. And that if we put our trust in this candidate, then they will defeat the evil in our world and they will bring about heaven on earth. But what we know is that politics are never going to solve the deepest issues, right? Because behind every policy, behind every political action are people. And ultimately, the only thing that transforms hearts is the love of God. And so what we're gonna do is, yes, acknowledge that politics are important, but even more than that, we're gonna point to the most important thing, and that's who Jesus is, and that through his life, death, and resurrection, that's good news for every single one. It's good, it's good. Man, well, James, thank you so much. Uh, Switch leaders, this is why I wanna encourage you. If discussing politics is difficult for you or your students, I would start with the less charged subjects. Maybe discuss favorite football teams. What's your favorite sport? There's something that you're going to disagree with someone else on, 
And the best way to get better at something is to practice it, right? And you don't necessarily have to practice with the most difficult subject, the hardest thing to do. You don't have to practice all the moves on the football field that Tom Brady does. You don't have to start there. But maybe you can just start throwing the ball five yards at a time. So maybe you practice having a conversation about what's a better cookie, chocolate chip cookie or oatmeal, right? We all know chocolate chip is the best, and that's okay. But at the end of the day, you can practice having a conversation that then helps you build up and understand because it's a great way to help your students understand, hey, we're just having conversations, right? Because no one's ever, well, someone may have, walked away from a chocolate chip cookie conversation and be like, I'm never talking to you again, (laughs) right? But that's the world we live in now. You don't want to vote who I want to vote for, I'm never talking to you again. And if you never talk to someone again, you can't tell them about Jesus. And that's the whole goal, like James just said, is to help bring Jesus to people's lives. So thank you for listening to the Switch Leader Podcast, where we decide today, the leader we will be tomorrow. Tomorrow.